Good morning and welcome. Hi, this is your host, Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard Movement Internationals, also the Lion of the Tribe of Judah, Global Tent Ministries, where there is life, love, joy, peace, and harmony. I pray today that you are having a marvelous Monday. Yes, this is the day that our Lord hath made. Let us all rejoice and be glad in it. Today, I want to talk to you about the gifts and the ministries of the Holy Spirit. The gifts and the ministries of the Holy Spirit. Okay, 1 Corinthians 12, 1 and 11. Okay, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, uh, I would not have you ignorant. Ye know that ye were Gentiles carried away into these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking uh, by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Now, there are diversities of gifts, okay? Um, but the same spirit, and there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord, and there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh in all. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to one is given by the spirit, the word of wisdom, to another, the word of knowledge, by the same spirit to another faith <coughs> excuse me by the same spirit to another the gifts of healing by the same spirit to another the working of miracles to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits to another diverse kinds of tongues <coughs> excuse me again i'm sorry to another the interpretation of tongues but all these worketh that one and the self-same spirit dividing to every man as he will. First Corinthians again, 12, 1 and 11. Okay, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Okay, and it was without form and void. And the darkness was upon the face of the deep. The Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters and God said, Let there be light and there was light. Genesis 1 and what? 1 and 3. Okay, to accurately study uh, the works of the Holy Spirit as we know, we must begin with the book of Genesis. Okay, we must. That's a must. Okay, the first book of the Bible, 1 Corinthians 12, 1 and 11, includes it. Uh, a list of words of the Holy Spirit, which are the gifts of the Spirit. But the book of Genesis, we see the Holy Spirit introduced uh, uh, and an, ex uh, an exciting and thrilling display of the role of the Holy Spirit. Okay? I pray that you get that. Okay? Again, read Genesis 1 and 1 and 3. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians 12. 1 and 11 got a little tongue tied okay in genesis 6 and 3 we find that god said in words um convicting uh convicting convicting strength and power that his spirit would not always strive with man i'm getting a little tongue tied and i know the enemy don't want this word to be taught but it's going to be taught today yes tongue tied and all <laughs> the holy spirit strives to bring man into a place of reconciliation with god imagine that 
uh, work happening with uh, from Genesis and continue through Revelations. Just imagine that. Okay, the Holy Spirit has a fullness of ministry whose chief exercise is to cause men to come to God. Jesus is speaking to us, okay? Uh, it is the Holy Spirit who moves back and forth, bringing communication from our heart to God's heart and from God's heart to us, okay? He is accustomed to striving with men's hearts. And if you notice, I always talk about... Uh, only the pure in heart shall see God because the word said it, okay? Uh, during the present age, the dispensation of grace, God is pouring out his spirit upon all flesh, okay? And it shall come to pass in the last days, here we go, said God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, Acts 2 and 17. Here is a central theme of his study, okay? The spirit of God will be poured out upon us. We will experience the infilling of the spirit of God and the infilling of the spirit of God that, that's coming, okay? His gifts will automatically flow through us, okay? Um, we talked about, um, we're talking about the gifts and the, the Holy Spirit, okay? Um, the word uh, charisma in a Greek word means, uh, what does it mean? Spiritual gift. It's a spiritual gift, okay? Um, not natural or carnal or, um, you know, freely given to us by God. It is a characteristic usage. Uh, charisma denotes an extraordinary ability that is bestowed upon a human being by infinite strength and power of the third person of the Trinity, who was called what? The Holy Spirit. Spiritual gifts are bestowed as a special service upon the body of Christ. See, that is a gift and we don't abuse gifts. Have you ever given somebody a gift and they mishandled the gift? Oh my God, they take the gift and they just do God knows what with it. They just handle it all kind of ways. You may give somebody something so precious and you think it's precious and you spend a lot of money. Or you might not spend a lot of money and you go give it to them and you thinking that, oh man, this is going to be, they're going to love this. And you give it to them and they just throw it to the side. Or the next time you see it, it's all on the floor. Or the next time you see it, it's somewhere just, just accumulating dust. That alone it, it makes you feel some kind of way. Can you imagine what God, how that, that makes God feels, how that breaks his heart when he see how we prostitute his gifts, how a lot of people use the gift of prophecy to, to prostitute it, to make money off of it. You know, uh, it's no different than a palm reader or a soothsayer. They're, they're using, they're taking their gifts and they're using it for their benefit. You know, um, uh, I can imagine that, that that hurts the heart of God, okay? I want you to be able to answer any questions about spiritual gifts, okay? But more than just explain them to people, I want you to put them into operations, both in your personal life and into, into the local body that where you worship, places where you worship. When you're teaching and you're training about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, you want to know exactly what you are talking about, Okay, <clears throat> spiritual gifts are not uh, 
or not the icing on any cake or or anything like that. They are weapons that they are uh, the weapons of warfare. The gifts of the spirit are not designed just to make you different from other people. They are given to equip you for God's service. That's what they are for. And so it's 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 so sacred. Um, when when the Bible calls us holy and, and saved and set apart for the master's use, that means the things that he gives us, the things that he puts in your hands, he trusts just like when he trusted Moses with that staff. He trusted him. That was something that was very sacred to God. That's why he had to train Moses. He had to let him know this is what this is used for. At one time, Moses got even afraid of it and dropped it and ran. And God had to tell him, no, pick that back up. And sometimes we have to, God have to remind us, no, you go back and you pick that back up. Okay. We got to know certain things. The greatest things about the gifts of the spirit is two foundations uh, uh, two foundation stones on which they are laid unity and love okay I'm going to repeat that because we don't sometimes we don't get it the greatest things about the, the gifts of the spirit is the two foundation stones on which they are laid which is unity and love if the gifts of the spirit are are, are to function in any church or uh, the church body these two elements must be present Okay, the Apostle Paul explained of the need for unity and love in his first epistle to the Corinthian church. Okay, the 12th chapter deals with unity in the body of Christ. It takes the entire chapter to to reveal how important it is for you to have not just uh, a nose, but you need an ear. You need the arm, you need the leg, you need the whole body. The body of Christ is one complete structure, okay? And there must be unity, okay? Um, I always tell people, I'm no better than you. You're no better than me, okay? I, You know, if, if I bump my, I guarantee you, when I bump my, my baby toe or my big toe, it affects the way I walk because I need my toes to walk. Just like my feet, because it affects my walk. If your rib is bruised, it will affect your walk. You know, if anything that's on you that's bruised or sore, it will affect your walk. Okay? Uh, and studying the nine spiritual gifts from 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and 14, it would be best to ignore the chapter's division. Paul wrote uh, this to the epistles. Okay? Paul was writing a lot in prison okay and i and and i have a question because some of you we can't even write and we're we're you know we're not even in you're not even in prison you know you you're not in a place where you're confined but sometimes god have to confine or put you in a place where you can get quiet where you can write and speak to his people according to the way he desired for you to speak to them Okay, if we would read it with uh, with that mind that you would see that we view as in chapter 13. And then, I mean, yeah, chapter 13 is not specifically um, uh, a, desert, uh, 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 a thing of love, but an ap- uh, amplification of the gifts of the spirit. Okay, uh, if I'm pronouncing it right. I got a little tongue tied again. Okay. Um, 
Unity is a must in the body of Christ. There's so many things that we want to do outside of bringing unity and love into the body of Christ. Without love, there's no ministry. Um, love is what nailed Jesus to the cross. He allowed that out of love. His, the, his love for you and I. Okay, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we see the unity of the body described. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Okay, go read your word. If I'm, you can always quote me on this. This is in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, where it says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Um, now that there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. Here we go again. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh in all. Okay. Diversities of gifts within the nine gifts of the spirit. There are three groups. Okay. I want you to get a pen and write this down. Diversity of gifts. Within nine gifts of the spirit, there are three groups. Those three groups are revelation, power, and inspiration. I'm going to repeat that again. Revelation, power, revelation, power, and inspiration. I know I was putting all those together. Y'all know I talk fast and that's why sometimes I believe I get tongue-tied because I, I talk fast sometimes, okay? There are diversities of gifts. But all three groups flow from only one source. And we know who that's what that source is. The Holy Spirit of God. Okay. The difference of administrations. What does this term mean? Okay. Um, it's, it's God have, it's just like, it's the difference between being a pastor and being a prophet. It's different between being an evangelist. Uh, and, and I always tell people this evangelists, a lot of evangelists, if you anything, I always tell my, I always tell people, I, you know, when I was an evangelist, I'm still an evangelist because that's, that's my heart. Evangelists, a lot of evangelists are very prophetic. Okay. They go and they set things in order like apostles. They go and they come and they preach and they, they, they bring people, call people to repent. And they, they also call out things that they see. So God knew what he was doing when he gave some apostles, some prophets, some pastors, some teachers, he knew what he was doing. Okay. So we don't need to go back and, and try to scramble up things and make it different than what God said. Okay. We also know that we must bear fruit. Okay, but you know, without the anointing, the fruit that you need both, you need the anointing and you need the fruit. Okay, when Jesus cursed the fig tree, that fig tree was supposed to do a certain thing at a certain time. Okay, but even so, we know that God is a very merciful God, but you know that you do have. Uh, God have a plan for your life and his things and it's a time because see all of us have uh, have an expiration date and so those things that God have assigned you to some things that God have aligned just for you to do and you still have for some reason you keep putting it on the back burner because you're thinking either I'm not qualified 
or maybe you're thinking you've done too much in your past or you know you don't feel if you tell the truth if you be honest to be honest with you none of us is really qualified none of us is should be qualified to do anything because we've all sinned and fall short to the glory of god so none of us is qualified but god said whom i have chosen i have also qualified whomever he chooses he qualifies he qualifies the call man don't do that see man can say all day long i know who you are but god have already as he said in jeremiah uh 29 11 for i know the plan that i have for you a great uh, an expected end i know the plans i know the thoughts that i have for toward but towards you okay i know the thoughts you don't know they don't know i gave them a glimpse but they still don't know to what degree that's why some if you know some people can only take you so far they can only take you as far as they as they can go. Because like some people, they don't, uh, with me, when I read my word, I dissect my word. I don't just read to read. I read to get an understanding. Because the Bible said in all things to get an understanding. Okay. Um, you have people that are scholars, that are literally Bible scholars, you know, um, they, they went to school for it. They went to school, uh, theologian schools. They, they literally went to school for it and they know that Bible like the back of their hands. But I, I can tell you sometimes I'll forget. I will. It's, it's, you know, you might tell me, it may take me a little, a little while to go to certain things like, okay, I know it's here. You know, I know it's here. I, I know my word, you know, Genesis and Revelations. I've read the entire Bible, but I still don't, I couldn't tell you what the whole Bible says. But when it comes, God brings back to our remembrance because he know uh, when you have a love for him and a relationship with him, he start bringing things back to you. You'd be like, oh, I know it's there. I know, I know the word. You, you know, sometimes you get kind of cloggy or, or fog. Your brain gets a little foggy up there. And sometimes you forget because you're a human being. You know what I'm saying? Human beings are, are, are we make error. You know what I'm saying? So God don't punish you to that. That's why the word is still there for you to go back and study. And it don't make you disqualified or less qualified because you may can't remember a certain word or you can't remember a certain scripture or what have you. Because, you know, a lot of people from Genesis to Revelation, if you tell them to, to give you a, the book of uh, Isaiah, just read the book of Isaiah, just quote the whole book of Isaiah. I don't, I can't, I, I could be wrong, but I've had, I have not heard anyone, um, quote that whole book, like literally like from chapter to chapter. If they, Hey, I've tip my hat to them. Hey man, I'm telling you, but I haven't seen that. So it's gifts that God have blessed you with and you feeling like you, you're not qualified, but you are. And maybe it's because of the people that you are around or the circle that you're in, or maybe somebody have made you feel that way, but you are, you, it's so much in you. It's so much in you and you are anointed. You are very anointed and the enemy knows that. So a lot of you uh, deal with so much uh, like anxiety, uh, stress, uh, different little things like that. But God is going to bring you out of that because he's getting ready to use you and he's getting ready to uh, bring you before great men. Yes, he's gonna he's gonna equip you and those things. And you got some people that can't even read at all, and God have equipped them, and they are so anointed. 
they're so anointed. Uh, God uses those people. He speaks through them. They are his prophets. You know, in the, even in the Bible, they got some that was unlearned. You know, everybody didn't go to school. You know, um, <clears throat> the only reason why I went to the uh, school of the prophets and it was just to um, just to go to school to kind of, you know, make sure that I was in line with the word all the way that because I know I was hearing God and I knew, uh, but you can never know too much. And so my uh, my spiritual mother at the time, uh, she suggested that I would go to the school of prophets because she said that I was a prophet. And she said, I just want you to go there. That way you can learn more uh, how prophets really operate. Because when I first started out um, prophesying a lot, I didn't have a discipline. You know, everything I saw, I would say it. I would speak it out. And every time if I picked up on certain things, I would quit to address it. You know, so God had to give me wisdom on how to use the gifts that he gave me because I'm a woman that wear many hats. And so he had to, I had to be trained and equipped in that area. So um, I have been prophesying for, for years. God has given me that gift. I've had that gift since I was a little girl, uh, but it had to be perfected, you know. And so um, God had been training me and God had been doing, I mean, <laughs> When I tell you God have been drilling me on so much, he had, he really have. But what it what that did, the school of the prophets, what it did, it taught me discipline. If you ask me what did I get from it, uh, I learned discipline and uh, how to use wisdom on certain things. Before as hearing God, they can't teach you that. The school of prophets can't teach you how to hear God. That's how that have to be something that you and God. That's between you and God. Okay, it's just like if you say you're going to a school teaching where they teach you how to speak in tongues, you can't, that ain't something that, that's taught, that's caught. You know, people can't teach you to speak in tongues. That's not even God. You know, that's a gift from God. Being a prophet is a gift from God. As he told Jeremiah, you know, I appointed you. I, you know, why, even while in the womb of your mother, you know, so it's, that's, that's not something that, Anybody could just teach you and train you. They can't train you to see. You know, they can. They can tell you, you know, look for this, look for that. Because when I first, um, when when the tribe was first established in 2007, um, I, I took them through some training on uh, teaching them how to discern and things like that. You know, not teaching them how to be prophets. Because you can't teach nobody how to be a prophet. This is, this is a, you know... No, you can only uh, enhance what's already in them. You know, it's already there. They just need to use wisdom. You know, they need more wisdom on how, how to, you know. But that's a gift that comes from God. Because if you start telling people certain things, they'll start talking out of their own spirit. So that have to be a gift. That's a gift. Every good gift comes from the Lord. Those gifts come from God. They don't come from man. So some of you are gifted with uh, you wear many hats, you know, God have blessed you with so many spiritual gifts. And sometimes you get a little confused and a little frustrated, but it's okay. When you get that way, just back up, go into prayer. You might need to go and fast and get quiet and see what is it that God is saying to you. 
you know, um, some of you all don't like quiet places, but I love quiet places. Quiet places is where I can really hear God and God can download in me. Or, you know, God deal with me a lot through dreams and visions. And I know some of you, he deal with you a lot in dreams and visions because you're so busy. You know, um, he deal with me a lot in visions. I could be driving and, and he'll bring something to me, you know. Um, and, you know, as Jesus himself, you know, when there's certain things that he had to say, he, the Bible said he had to get away from his hometown, his, you know, away from people that would, that was close to him because they didn't receive him. You know, a prophet is without honor only in his own hometown and around people that's for very familiar. You know, I have people that know, uh, for sure. They know, uh, that God reveals things to me and they know that I am a, a prophet of God, but sometimes, you know, uh, <laughs> for some reason, they will test you. People will test you because they did it to Jesus. They will test you and we're not nowhere near him, but they will still test you. Or if you say things, they will think you're just saying it out of your own consciousness, that you're not saying it because it's not coming from God. They, they know that, you know, but once again, he went through that. Our, you know, God went through that himself. Jesus went through that himself, you know, being on this earth, going through man, calling him, you know, devils, casting out devils and things like that. You know, he was always tested and tried by the enemy. And so you will go through that. You will be tested, but you got to know who and whose you are. And you got to know that God have placed gifts in you. Some of you have many gifts, many talents, you know, uh, don't bury it. Don't bury it. And if you have, I'm going to tell you this, if you are that person that you have set your gift or your anything on the shelf, go back and get it dusted off and go back before God, present that gift back and do what God is telling you to do. Do what God is telling you to do. I'm getting ready to close and I pray that, uh, that this helped you on today. Uh, yes, I've been a little tongue tied all day and I believe it's because I been doing so much. Um, it's getting very close time for me to take uh, a vacation. <laughs> and um, I know that's what it is a lot too. You know, sometimes we, uh, we're overtaxed. Uh, we overtax our body because we give out so much. You know, I give out a whole lot on a daily. And it's because I want people to get it. You know, I didn't have a lot of people taking a whole lot of uh, time with me. Um, taking time with me, if I must say taking time with me, you know, a lot of time people rush through things. And so with me, I take my time, even if I'm kind of somewhat tired or whatever I'm feeling, it's not about what I'm feeling. It's about me getting the word out. If I have to get it out, sounding like, duh, 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 like Moses, <laughs> I'm going to get it out. Cause God said, who gave you that tongue? If it get tied up, so what? Okay. Uh, you do, you have people that's critics. That's not your business. You just get the word out. Even if you, da, 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 however you got to get it out, get it out. Da, 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 stop. Whatever it is, get it out. It's That's my word. It's not yours. And I need you to share it. You know, then you can go on and do what you need to do. But right now I need my word to get out. I need people to know that um, they need to pick that gift back up. You know, you bear it, go and dig it back up and get to work. You got things to do places to go, people to see. You got people that are tied to you 
and they may not even get what they need until you get to them. So don't hold up anybody's blessings or miracles just because you don't feel like it or you feel in some kind of way. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's all about the kingdom. Can you say that with me? It's all about the kingdom. See, kingdom builders, they work even when they are tired, but they know when it's time to really take a break and when it's time to really rest, because Jesus took some time and he went off and he rested, guess what? We will too. When God worked and he said that was good, he took his rest, we will too. So it's a time and a place for everything. Again, this is your host, Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard Movement Internationals, also the Lion of the Tribe of Judah, Global Tent Ministries, where there is life, love, joy, peace, and harmony. Until next time, remember the gifts and the ministries of the Holy Spirit.